Good morning. When I was a young girl, my mother used to make me write thank you notes whenever I was given a gift. She believed that you had to write thank you notes so people would know you had some good home training. <laughs> Those were the rules. She wanted me to understand how important it was to be grateful to, that someone took the time to find something I would like buy it, wrap it, and then give it to me. Thank you notes were to be written and mailed within the week. Oh yeah. <laughs> Christmas time, forget playing with the toys, you better get those notes done. <laughs> it took time to write those notes because it required thinking about what the gift meant to me and which words would best show my appreciation. I kept this tradition for many years, and I must tell you, I still hear my mother's voice in my head if I don't send a thank you note when I should. As I read the lessons for today, I noticed how grateful Naaman and the Samaritan leper were when they received their gifts of healing. Each man immediately gave thanks and praised God. When I reflected on what it must have been like for them to finally have hope and be welcomed back into their communities, it occurred to me that it would be interesting to think about what it would be like to write a thank you note to God for the gift of healing. And so I imagined, if I had been Samaritan the leper, what I might have said. And this is what I came up with. Dear God, today I met your son Jesus, and he changed my life. You see, for years I have been in great pain, covered with terrible sores, and my body was disfigured. I had to tell people to keep away from me by shouting that I was unclean or not even speak to them at all. Folks shunned me and told me that I was sinful. I felt so lost and alone and forgotten. It all hurt so bad. Over the years, I begged at the city gates asking for help hoping that someone would at least be kind to me. No one was. Today, I met a group of lepers who told me that they were going to see if this man, Jesus, would heal them, and they asked me if I wanted to come along. To tell you the truth, I did not see how it would do much good, but I was desperate, so I went with them. We all called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he told us to go and show ourselves to the priests. I thought to myself, well, how is that going to help me? <laughs> they also shunned me. But I decided to do what he said. And in that moment, I felt 
the sickness leave me. I looked at my arms and legs and the sores were gone. I had no pain and my skin was like that of a newborn child. My heart was filled with joy. And that is when I knew that your son healed me. He told me that it was my faith that made me well. And then I remembered all the times I prayed to you for relief from my suffering. God, thank you for sending me to your son so I could receive your gift. I know that it came from you through him. You needed me to see that there are people in the world who care for those of us that others ignore or avoid. You wanted me to know what it felt like to trust someone and have that trust rewarded. I am so grateful, truly grateful, for being healed and for the compassion I received. Many of us are like the nine lepers who did not think to take the time to stop for a minute to give thanks. A Bible study I reviewed for this week's lessons posed some interesting questions about why the one leper returned and the others did not. Maybe the nine were so eager to get certified by the priests because they knew it would help them return to their families. Maybe they intended to come back later and give thanks. We will never know how and why they made the choices that they did, or why the one leper chose to come back and thank God. I suspect he had some good home training. <laughs> we can, however, think about how we would like to respond when we receive gifts of healing from God. And so I want to share with you an activity that was suggested in the Bible study lesson, because I think it's well worth consideration. It was suggested that we imagine that we have been asked to draft a section for the Book of Common Prayer. When you turn to page 810, where it starts the prayers and thanksgiving, we discover that there are 72 prayers that ask for things. And you have to go all the way to page 836 to discover the 11 prayers of thanksgiving. Yeah? If we want to practice an attitude of gratitude, if we want to give thanks to God, we might well consider writing more prayers of thanksgiving so they are at least equal to the number of bidding prayers. And you know, we need not wait till the next version of the Book of Common Prayer. We could even self-publish our own Church of the Incarnation Book of Thanksgiving prayers. So there. And by the way, those prayers don't have to be fancy or even well-written. They just need to be from the heart. Practicing gratitude helps us to see and understand what God is doing in our lives. 
An attitude of gratitude reminds us that goodness abounds and that even during great suffering and despair, God is present and offering healing, hope, and compassion. And I can say this to you as one who has been healed in so many ways by this loving God. About 18 years ago, I was diagnosed with a malignant tumor and I had cancer. And I asked a small group of people to pray for me. And they asked somebody, and they asked somebody, and they asked somebody. We stopped counting how many prayer lists I was on. But I know that I was healed and remain healed because people were willing to participate in my healing. And they asked God to help me. Sometimes my healing came because people allowed themselves to offer me a hug. God must have whispered in there and said, oh man, she looks like she needs a hug, which is very interesting because I'm not a huggy person. <laughs> but God knows, you know, God knows those days when you're like, hey, you know, I always ask first, you know, I don't want to invade your space, but, but I appreciate it when God say, to me, you know, folks say to me like, you, you want a prayer, you want a hug? And I know God is, God's kind of in there somewhere. I know God is offering some healing when people listen to me when I need to talk. I know God is offering me healing when I meditate and as I listen to lovely recorded voices remind me to surrender to God's love. It comes to me in so many ways. And the one thing I know to be true is that when I need it most, God always provides the healer and the healing. And for that, I am truly grateful. <laughs>